right, ladies and gentlemen, blues listeners and blues lovers all around the world, man, we have a very special treat. We have a very special band, some really cool fellas, some bad mofos are in the studio today. We were supposed to do this last September and get this when the record dropped, but because of COVID, and y'all know about that bullshit, we had to postpone it till now. But I am deeply honored to have my very good friends, the head honchos, here in the studio today. We are going to drop the album Blues Alliance on your ass, and you're going to dig it. So without further ado, gentlemen, say hello to everybody out there in blues land. All right. So from my left to right, I've got Mr. Rocco Calipari Jr. on guitar. He's got his Speed Junkies shirt on right there. We got the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Rocco Calipari Sr. We got the badass kid himself, Mr. Will Wyatt on drums, and one of the baddest bass players on the planet, Mr. Funky Monkey himself. Man, give it up for Mr. Mike Boyle right there, guys. Can, can you hear everybody around the world like, like you're in Wembley and there's 100,000 people going nuts for you? So, we're going to talk about the brand new album, man. It's not exactly brand new, but it's still playing up the charts, still doing really well. Um, let's talk about the first track out there, and I hope you guys are ready for this. Let me bring up the album. Let's talk about, I don't know, I lost you guys on camera, but that's okay. Let's talk about Stuck Between the Middle, boys. Tell me about the thoughts going into this song. Well, yeah, well, I, I wrote the song. Um, it's about, like, having a job that you don't, like but want to do something else like follow your dreams i got the idea actually from my dad who worked at ford motor company and he played guitar and i knew he wanted to be a musician and play guitar for a living so um it's about following your dreams and getting out of being stuck between your your day job and what you want to really do. Back. <laughs> you're back yeah um i totally can understand that uh i've been in uh, the mortgage business for 30 plus years and always wanted to be a radio DJ. So I totally identify with, you know, stuck somewhere that, you know, you've got your job, you got your responsibilities, but who do you want to be and where do you want to be and, uh, and what's your passion? And we all know what your guys' passion is. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, hang tight. I'm going to spin this song right now and we're going to talk a little bit more about the rest of the record in just a minute.
stuck between the middle. That was some killer, killer guitar work right there, man. I hope you guys were all digging it. We were playing some some savage air guitar here in the studio, man. I was digging it. All right. Track number two is one of my personal favorites. And I remember hearing it before the album came out. And I I was telling Woody, I'm like, dude, that that's got to be a hit, man. Uh, that's that's a hit single right there. Uh, let's talk about Mr. Bad. Tell me about Mr. Bad, fellas. Yeah. Uh, so I wrote that one, you know, it's um, I could uh, tell. Everybody's worked with somebody that uh, you know kind of gets under their skin a little bit, you know, and no goes out a little too long, you know, and uh, so this, that song is kind of about that and uh, maybe how to handle a situation like that. Okay, now we're not naming names; we're not going into that. We've all been there at one point or another in different spots, but that's cool. Um, yeah, that's a really, really the riff on that song, man. That's uh. That's that's everybody's getting up on the floor and getting up and jamming out, man. In my opinion, so uh, I really like it. It's I like the vibe to it. But it, you know, like I said, ever since I first heard you guys years ago, uh, I love the vibe you guys play. You've got a heavy blues and rock, you know, sound to you guys that you know, not a lot of bands can master that. You guys have surely mastered that. You guys are are just a stone cold killer band, man. If you haven't seen them. First of all, get out there and support live music. Okay, they just played the other night out of Chester's out there in. Uh, wait, that's that's Chesterton, right? Okay, Chesterton, yeah. Indiana. Anyways, uh, good band. They're all around. Check them out on Facebook. You can find where their shows are. We'll talk about some of that coming up near the end of the show about their upcoming shows, so you can get out and see them. Um, all right, so I'm going to spin Mr. Bad, everybody. Hope you guys can dig it. Fasten your seatbelts because this one's a rocker, baby. You hope you guys are ready. Here we go.
that's the kind of song where you're if you're driving on the on the on the road, you want to pump that shit up to about 85 and hit the open road and go. I mean, that's my kind of song. And then there's another song coming up in just a second that is going to do the exact same thing. I'm going to let Mike bring that one in in just a second. Let's talk about number one, man. What do you got about number one? Let's let's talk about that song. Uh, number one is, you know, it's kind of a uh, mix between, you know, America and family and just uh, good values like that, you know, st- stuff like that. Uh, right. The freedoms we have here, you know, and just we're lucky. Family is number one first all the time. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. First, it's kind of. Speaking of family, let me ask you, and I've, I've, I've often wanted to do this, but what's it like sharing the stage with your son? I mean, two badass guitar players, each trading off. I've watched you guys. I can't tell you how many times I've seen you live, and, and you just have nothing but a great time, and, and you're both doing your thing, and you're both in your groove, and, and then you got this rhythm section sitting right to your left that just pounds it out, but you two on guitars, man. Both can shred. Uh, so tell me what that's like, guys. I'm gonna, I'm both of you to answer that. What it's like to play uh, on the stage with each other. I think it's a really cool thing to be able to share the stage with your son personally. Me, I, I'm honored to play with my son. Right. As often as we do, and you know, and uh, he pushes me to play better. You know, we've been at this band for maybe 11 years now, or so. Really? So we've had many lineup changes, you know, but since we started playing with uh, Will and Mike, it, you mm-hmm. know. It, really pushed Rocco and I to play better because these guys are great. You know, it's, this is lineup that we have and the chemistry that we have now is, uh, you know, like something I've never experienced, you know, and, um, you know, our music, you know, it shows in our music, our age gaps are pretty far, far apart, you know, um, you know, Rocco's 30, Will's 22 and, uh, you know, Mike but playing happy. like he's 42, man. No doubt. Yeah. yeah it's like, well, yeah, I don't know. He's, yeah. He's I'm, I'm 29 a few times over, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm 29 twice and then some, so I can identify with that, Mike. No doubt about it, man. Um, no, man, I think that's cool as hell. Um, and you know what's funny is because, and you mentioned it just there, you guys all bring something unique to the to the table. Uh, and you could play, you know, your own personal stuff, obviously with a vengeance, but you play some killer covers too, man. Who are some of the bands, before we get into the next track, who are some of the bands that have influenced you guys? Oh, Van Halen for me. Palmer. Okay. Okay. Mike, how about you? Oh, geez, all over the place. Yeah. From, uh, you know, all of the uh, 60s, uh, the Beatles and okay. Stones and Zeppelins. And right on. And all that, you know, and then all of the great blues guys. Right on. Well, you know, it's funny. To, you guys change up the set. At least it seems like you guys change up the set uh, for show to show. You're not playing. And that's what I, I see a lot of different bands. You go see them. It's the same set, time in and time out. And you guys keep it fresh. You keep it real. Um, but I've heard you guys play ZZ Top. I've heard you guys play Van Halen. I've heard you guys play all kinds. But one of the bands that comes to mind, which is I hadn't heard before I saw you play it out at Zayo Island last year over the summer, was April Wine. I have never heard a band play April Wine live since I saw April Wine play back in the late 70s, maybe early 80s, 81, 82. And you guys do a spot for spot, note for note cover of their song, man. It's 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 pretty B.A. And then you do, you know, Van Halen, you're doing Hot for Teacher. Uh, I got a, a few more. I think you guys should throw in the set. Mean Streets, Unchained. I'm just saying, you know, um, and then uh, just everything else you guys do, man. It's just, you know, you, you keep on you keep it on on your toes man but you keep it fresh i like that uh, so let's get into we're gonna play number one right now this is track number three on the brand new album hope you guys can dig this one and we'll be right back. 
track number three. It's a short one. It's only two hour, or two minutes and 19 seconds, but it's a solid cold jam, man. Now we're going to play one of my personal, personal favorites on the album. It's another one of those songs that if you're driving, look out for the law because you know you're going to be driving fast, just like this song. I'm going to let Mike bring this one in because he's got a... Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm on the wrong track. I'm going to skip ahead to that one. I'm going to go to track number five. My bad, fellas. Um, let's go to that. I'm, this is a song called Find Me a Woman. When I first heard it, I heard you guys play it live before I ever heard it on the album. And it was like, my God, man. That, that's, again, it's, it's a song that's just got that vibe. It's got that feel to it and that punch. Mike, tell me about Find Me a Woman. Oh, that's, well, that's Rocco's song. He brought that in. But no, it's just one of, our chemistry brings all this stuff together, you know? Right, right. He brought in the idea and, you know, it's just, it just comes out. I don't, I don't know what to say. It's just, it's uh it's one of those songs when i see you guys play y'all just have a big shit-eating grin on your face man and you just rip it into it man it's like yeah yeah, yeah a fun when, um, if, tell me I about it, it when i bring it to the band you know like mike usually is right on it with the bass parts right away like that song i just played the riff for him that was okay. the bass line he played it was just it fit perfectly instantly nice know? it gave it that chug and feel that it has you know yeah that is uh once I get my lesson started, that's one I want to learn how to play. It's like, you know, just just get up there and get that pocket, man. That, that's that's a cool jam. Now, this, this kid sitting there with the Ramon shirt on, why is he being so quiet? What's his story, man? What do you got to say back there, Junior? Come on, give us a little input here. I don't have a Ramon shirt on. This kid, I'm talking to Will. Come on, Will. You got. You, I know you got people out there that want to hear what you got to say about these songs, man. Give us your input, kid. And man, I love all these songs. I mean. They're very fun to play. Each one has their own different thing. Like for Find Me a Woman. Okay. Came up with that one pretty quick. It was kind of like the one the levee breaks that kick drum thing with the levee. Yeah. Yeah. So I ended up kind of doing that type of thing on that song. Isn't that cool how that happens? Sometimes songs, you could have a riff in your head and, and it takes a little while for you to piece all that together and come up with an idea or a lyric to go with it. And then there's songs that you come up with that all of a sudden just fit. Like right out of the gate, man. It's like, and then, like you said, Mike comes in. He's like, "Oh, I got something for that." And then, and then you guys just put it together, and it comes together quick. And I think it's, you know, again, just my personal opinion. Listeners, everybody, share your thoughts on it. Um, and I think it's one of the best tracks on the record, man. It just it, only because I like that hard driving bass line, that 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 rhythm section, just pounding it out uh, with obviously just two smoking hot guitar players just shredding back and forth, left and right. It's personally, I'm into that. That's okay. Uh, yeah, now let's get back to the track I skipped over. Uh, hang on one second. So we're going to get in right now. We're going to play Find Me a Woman. Hope you guys, this is one, guys, if you're, if you're listening to it, turn this shit up right now. Turn it to a 10. Turn it to 11. Do what you got to do. You won't be disappointed. Here we go. One, two, three.
rocking out to that when I'm in the studio and I was thumping it out, man. That that just that vibe, man. It's like, whew. If you want to know, like those songs, if you want to know what the headhunters are all about, that will put you right there in the right frame of mind. Now, I skipped over this song early on. I'm going to go back to it. Let's talk about this song. It's track number four. It's called She Got That Thing. Rocco, tell me about She Got That Thing. Yeah, you know, um, I wrote about my wife. (laughs) No. You know, so, but hey, you know, every husband's got a good wife, has got a good song about her. So, you know, tongue and cheek kind of good funky tune. It's got an Albert Collins kind of feel to it. Uh, Mike was responsible for bringing that groove. Uh, Nothing wrong with that. Go, actually. Yeah. Mike and I were in a band together called Big Blue about 15 years ago. Really? Okay. Okay. And so that, that groove carried on from, from that long ago that became She Got That Thing. I'm going to ask this question to all four of you, and I'd like, I'd like each of you to kind of give me your different versions, only because of the different ages. So um, tell me about who are some of your earliest influences. I think we kind of touched on this a little bit ago, and, and why. So Rocco Jr., I'll start with you, man. I'm, obviously, you mentioned Eddie and, and a few of the others. Tell me who, who growing up were the guys who, who got you to the point you're at now. Uh, two guitar songs I really liked were... Uh... Back in Black with Angus Young, that guitar intro. Mm-hmm. My dad showed me um, extreme song, uh, He Man Woman Hater, and that guitar riff. I'm like, oh, it's, right. Like, uh, yeah, Nuno. Yeah, Nuno. Nothing wrong with that. What's he doing these days? Cool, senior. How about you? Uh, I'm I'm all over the place, but you know, all the blues guys. My favorite guitarist of all time is BB King. Nice. And I love, you know, Chuck Berry and that. But then, you know, I was in high school, I was uh, Richie Blackmore and Eddie Van Halen were two of my favorite guys. You know? Right on. There's many, you know, but yeah. Right on. Some of those guys. Well, who influenced you, buddy? Man, for me, it was kind of all over the place. Like, there was drummers like the um, Duper Jimi Hendrix, Mitch Mitchell, um, Thomas Lang, really great prog drummer. Some of the guys. Nice. Um, the earlier bands that I was really into was like Ozzy, Dio, Zeppelin. Now you're talking. Right in my wheelhouse, all of them, man. The funniest thing, speaking of those guys, and Mike, I'm going to finish up with you in just a second. I, the first concert I ever saw when I was 14 years old, I had front row seats to Deep Purple, Elf, and ELO. Now, at the time, nobody knew who Elf was. Nobody knew who Ronnie James Dio was about to become. And I think he played maybe a 20-minute set and came out there and just stomped on us at the amphitheater. But you mentioned Richie Blackmore. My, and I was like 10 or 11, I, I think I, whatever age I was, when I got Machine Head. And I heard that album, and that I wore new grooves into that album, uh, just playing it. I mean, obviously, everybody knows Smoke on the Water. It's probably the, one of the first riffs that most people, when they learn how to play guitar back in my age, that was one of the songs. Um, you know, And you guys, in one of your songs, and you're going to have to tell me which one it is, because for the life of me, I can't remember, you put in a Blue Oyster cult riff that most shows, I'm, I watch around, and I'm like, nobody knows who this is. And somebody the other night when I saw you guys out there at Bugaboos was like, yeah, Blue Oyster Cult. You know, and I'm like, oh, okay, somebody does know Blue Oyster Cult. Um, but that's cool stuff. But my favorite Deep Purple song ever recorded, top to bottom, was a song called Burn. And when you hear that, that's a unbelievable opening song. You just hear Rich, you just get up there and he just kicks that strat right in the ass, man, and just gets to it. It's like, and I was 14 years old. I said, I, I'm looking at him. I'm like, maybe 30 feet away. And I'm like, that's what I want to be when I grow up. So kind of getting back to stuck in the middle. I wanted to be Richie Blackmore. I was 14 years old. I didn't know a thing. <laughs> and it was like, that looks like that is some cool shit, you know? And, uh, and then two other guys, David Coverdale and Glenn Hughes. And then obviously the mighty John Lord on keyboards, but uh, okay. That's enough about Deep purple. Michael, tell me about you guys. 
Well, it's, it's funny. Uh, I'm a big Glenn Hughes fan. So you just mentioned Glenn. my man, Glenn Hughes, the voice of rock. Yeah, mostly, but if you listen to his bass lines in Deep Purple and uh, yep. these and and uh, his later stuff is all really great stuff. Yeah, Most people are sitting there going, who's Trapeze? If you haven't heard Trapeze, go get the song Medusa and check that album out, man. That is some killer, killer music, man. Yeah, I, I liked him all the way back all the way back to the days, man. And, you know, the funny thing is what most people don't realize before he brought them in, um, he was going to bring in uh, Paul Rogers, a free to replace Ian Gillen. And he was just starting up bad company. Um, and then he was also going to, this is Richie I'm talking about, was also going to form a super group with Phil Lynott of Thin Lizzy. And I'm like, could you imagine Phil Lynott, Richie Blackmore, Ian Pace, and and then and you know just oh my lord man it's like I can't I can't and then the rest of these guys thrown together it's it's and Paul Rogers I had a mental cramp there for a second all thrown in together that'd be a pretty cool band, um, but okay let's get on to track we're gonna go now this is another really cool song um, I want to talk about track number six uh, we're gonna play that one here in just a second tell me about can't be satisfied uh, yeah can't be satisfied is um, oh. You can't be satisfied. Yeah, just you know. Did you write that one for the ladies or what, man? I'm, I mean, what? Come on. Satisfied, yeah, never have enough. You know, not to dwell into a lot of things, but just like you know, with the kind of way things are being run in in the world today, you know, so a lot of people aren't too satisfied with the way things are being handled, you know. So. Yeah, we are living in a different day and age. Aren't we? Oh, no. 
tell the listeners real quick. We'll touch on this real quick. Um, how you guys making it through from last year to this year? How you guys making it through with the quarantine and the pandemic, man? Tell tell everybody what's going on with you guys in that. We've been doing pretty good with it. We've been gigging since June. We've had okay. some interesting stuff with the precautions, right? Shower curtains, yeah. Like the glass shower, yeah. Late outside in 20 degree weather. <laughs> I heard that you guys, it was, wait, was that like you, you were up in Wisconsin, right? It was colder than all get go. And uh, you play, you played outdoors uh, in a tent or, or what? How did this, how did, tell us about that. That was a cool show. Yeah. It was a tent, but with no, no, no size, no front. Oh no man. How could you guys feel your fingers to play? Well, they, they put like, they put heater, little heaters in front of us. Unfortunately, Rocco's broke down like after each first song but oh no mine was on top of a garbage can so it kind of smelled like i was in chicago <laughs> but uh no it was it was fun what was it like 18 degrees or 15 like degrees yeah Hold. and it was a uh, yeah it, it, it was a lot of fun though we've uh nice good reception we pulled a couple gigs out of that that gig there that will be going back there to play this summer also. So. Well, I know last summer you guys played a really, really killer show uh, last July, uh, minus one um, host out there that was supposed to be there who, who punked out because, you know, he didn't make it. Who shall rename somewhat anonymous. Um, you guys had the guitar, the, 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 the guitar fest you guys put out there, man, the six strings guitar festival. Uh, you had Mike Wheeler. You guys had your band. Who else was on that bill that day? Uh, Marco Villarreal. Oh, there you go. Great guitar player, yeah, and uh, yeah, and then some of the Rocco yeah. students uh, played. You know, it, it, it promotes Rocco's school. To sit, sit. See, that's that's cool. You've got students, and I've seen them play. How? What's the age group, Rocco, for your students that that you know, from youngest to oldest, give or take? What's that? What's that like? Oh, what's my age group? Yeah, I mean, and I've seen them all. The younger guys can play too. These guys are, you know, obviously having you as their teacher and instructor. I mean, wow. My youngest is six, and my oldest is seventy-four. And that's not me, guys. <laughs> that's not me. It's not me. But I'm going to be up there. But I'm ready. Uh, and, and you know what? Why we're, let's do it. Let's plug it. Uh, this coming July, July 17th? Yeah. Okay, July 17th out in Valparaiso, Indiana at the uh, – what's the name of that, that um, place we're doing it at? What's the name of that? I think like Porter Health Amphitheater. Yeah, the, okay. It's right in downtown, in, in, uh, downtown Valparaiso. But we're going to have a killer lineup. Guys, why don't you tell us about the lineup for this coming one, if you can, or if that's not ready to be released, that's cool, too. I can. Uh, the headliner is Joanna Connors. Okay. We'll, we'll be playing and on shows. And okay. And uh, Howard and the White Boys are going to play. Oh, so Rocco's pulling double duty that day. Yeah, yeah double duty. All right. All right. Then I have uh, um, the Blues Project Band, which is a bunch of te local teachers and my students. Mixed yeah. Together. Nice. And then I have students. Uh, bands playing before that and what time does that start uh four o'clock okay and how do how do the listeners here we've got listeners all around the country around the area and, and around the world listen to this where can people get their uh, tickets and all that information for um i'm online uh you can go to six strings like search six strings on facebook and you get tickets that way okay uh, yeah blast it on our website too the headhonchosband.com you can get them there all right and we'll be promoting it from this part forward uh, on a regular basis. So you guys, if you need the information, reach out to me, reach out to the band. They're on social media. You can find all these guys. We'll talk about all that stuff at the very end of the show, where to find everybody, but they're out there. So, um, all right. Well, very cool. Let's talk about the, the next song on here. It's uh, track number seven. 
Uh, it's, it's another real, really heavy song. This song called Evil. Now, who wrote Evil? And tell me about that song, fellas. Uh, well, that's actually a Holland Wolf song that was covered by Cactus. And so we, our version is more true to the Cactus. Okay. 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 I, I want to know all you listeners out there and for the older folks, you guys know who Cactus is. Okay. The young guys are probably not, not that well familiar with them, but Killer Band. Again, check them out, man. But um, for, for Mike, Rocco, myself, um, Junior, you might know. I mean, I'm not saying you don't, but that's more from where we grew up, man. That's our, that's our generation. Uh, so, all right, sit back, everybody. If you haven't gotten anything to drink, you need to get yourself something to drink. And let's turn this one up, man. This is track number seven. This is a song called Easy. tracks deep in this album already man we are smoking it all right and and then later we will be smoking it all right track number eight we got another killer one man uh this is a song called midnight ride i i like this one too this is another yeah this is a this is a mike boyle track man mike tell us about tell us about the song brother okay it's 
just one of those things that really came together fast. Just had an idea, had a bass riff, and uh, then I got these lyrics, you know. It's, uh, I don't know, it was just probably from a TV show or whatever that I was Okay, okay. About a guy, you know. Nice. Hero in, in a TV show or whatever, you know. Nice. All right. Well, if everybody's ready, this is another one, man. You need to fasten your seatbelts, man. This one's a real killer one. Are you guys ready? Here comes. This is a midnight ride. All right. Here we go.
We are back. We got the head honchos right here in the studio. Everybody, hope you guys can dig these guys. Hope you guys are digging the show right now because these guys are making it happen, man. It's this. This is a long-awaited interview for me. I've waited literally over a year to get these guys together. And scheduling conflicts, um, coronavirus, good Lord, man, everything. But we are finally got the privilege to have these guys all together at one time, man. So hope you guys are digging this show. Um, now, what else you guys want to talk about, man? That's going before we get into the rest of a couple more tracks here in the in the record, man. What else is going on? What projects you guys got going on? Well, we're um, starting on our next CD already. It's uh, pretty much written, and um, we're starting playing the songs live now to try to so they can you know glue into the best best they can be. Okay. And, uh, we we co- we recorded a couple tracks already back at Will's studio here. Will's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Wyatt Central. That's it. I don't know the name of the track. I last heard it the line I saw you guys at Bugaboos, but man, I I said right then and I said that's by far I think one of the best songs I think I ever heard you guys play, and it was a real ass kicker. What song was that? So mistreated. Ooh, ooh. Maybe you guys can learn the mistreated version from Purple. That'd be another one. Okay, I'm I'm getting off on a tangent, but um, mistreated. I can't wait for the new record, man. I mean, I already know some of the songs because I've seen you guys in the last several months. Uh, and, and that's what you said earlier. They've been fortunate enough to be gigging out there right now. And they'll play these songs out there. One, two of them, three of them, whatever. You never know from show to show. Uh, but I've had the pleasure of hearing these songs. And let me tell you, man, they all just kick it, man. They're all smoking hot songs. The new album, if it's, I mean, I don't know how you get better than Blues Alliance myself. I mean, the first album that I, you know, coming up to here, I mean, it's it's a major step up. But all the songs you guys do, I mean, just, you know, punch you in the face, right kind of music, man. It's uh, it, it's good rock and roll, man. If you guys want good rock and roll and you got some blues thrown in there with it, um, I mean, I'm wearing my shirt. Who's got blues? Let's go. All right, so let's talk about track number nine uh, right here. It's a song called uh, We Will Win. Um, we we kind of talked about this earlier. Give me your thoughts on this song, pro or con. What do you guys think? Yeah, you know, it's just about another one of them songs, you know, um, don't give up, I guess, you know, if it's you stand for something that you believe in, just stick to okay. it, and, uh, you know, and in the long run, if you stay true and honest, you'll win. All right, cool. Yeah, we're trying to win here. All right, we'll kick back. We're, you guys get yourself something to drink. We're going to throw this one on right now. All right, this is track number nine, everybody. This is We Will Win.
now we are making our way into the to the home stretch here, guys. Um, another one of my favorites, man, and it's just it's it, it's it's a straight forward get right at you. This is a song. The title says it all. It's a song called Rock and Roll. It's track number ten. Uh, who wrote it, and what's the story behind it? Yeah, I wrote that one also, and uh, it's pretty much about me uh, growing up. You know, I'm um, in Detroit, and I come from a real uh, musical household. Um, my dad was a player, also he played bass, and right on. And um, so he really got me started at a young age, you know, get, getting into music a lot. And How cool is that? Chuck Berry, and you know, Chuck Berry was his favorite artist. So that that's that giant be good Chuck Berry kind of. Man, you can't go wrong with Chuck Berry. Yeah, is is in that song, and you know, I just mentioned some of the things about Motown and right uh, stuff like that throughout the song. You know, just. To... You know, it's cool when you think about the guys from the '50s into the '60s uh, who laid the groundwork for all these rock bands to come out of the mid sixties and, and later. Um, if it wasn't for the Chuck Berries and, and muddy water and, and the buddy guys plug for my boss right there. Uh, it, 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 it's, it's, you know, these guys laid the foundation. I mean, who, who was Eric Clampton? Who was Jeff Beck? Who was Jimmy page? Who were the rolling stones? They were nameless before they met muddy waters. And, and, and obviously they brought that all over and the rest is, you know, is history as we say, um, but the blues, because we are a blues station, I mean, you go all the way back to the beginning of time and all the music that has come out, and I'm pro for everybody. I like all kinds of music. I, I, I could listen to blues one day, rock the next day, you, know, you name it. Um, but if you listen closely, gospel included, a lot of this music all came from the blues and they're very closely interconnected. Inter, inter, uh, so uh, why don't you guys tell me a little bit about your thoughts while we're on this subject. Tell me about how you feel about the blues, man. Let's talk about that for a minute. Yeah, I mean, we, we can talk about rock. Etta James, Coco Taylor, Shamika Copeland, Marsha Ball, Debbie Davies. The ladies sing the blues on BuddyGuyRadio.com. Yeah. Eric Clapton said that. I read that interview. He's like, I don't care what you say. He says, Buddy Guy was the, the absolute badass guitar player. I don't even know if that's a word, but I just made it a word uh, that he ever saw. And to this day, he still credits him as being one of the best guitar players ever. Right, even Chuck Berry credits T-Bone Walker and Muddy Waters. In fact, he played a lot of their music in his show, his live shows. You know? Right. So, and all those guys, just like you two, can really bend those strings, man. Buddy Guy is eighty-four years old, and if you haven't seen him, get get to a show when the shows come back and watch what he can do on that strat. It's it's. I stood there and I was I had front row seats to him a couple years back, and and I've seen him many many times recently. Um, up until pan, the pandemic hit, um, the man can play guitar with a fury that few can match. I mean, just and he, again, let me just say again, eighty-four years young, and can can rip it up with the best of any of you guys. So um, that's cool, man. Mike, who, tell me about some of your stuff. How do you feel about the blues, man? Oh, it's it's in my blood. Always been, uh, you know, nice. And uh, I've got to play with uh, a lot of. Uh, Chicago greats and uh, who'd you play with? Like who? Give us drop some names. Uh, well, just mostly the guys that played with the guys, you know. Okay, cool. Smiths and yeah. guys that have played in, in Junior Wells, uh, Muddy Waters band, uh, Mike Gibb and the Home Wreckers, right? Neils, uh, John Primer, Primer, yeah, man. Now there's a guitar player, you know. And and you know the funny thing is, I've met all these blues guys. Um, having you know, having gotten the station together, uh, I've gotten fortunate to meet a lot of them. They're all so humble. You know, I've met a lot of rock stars and a lot of rock bands, and 
not all of them, but a lot of them can be, I don't want to, let's just say full of themselves. Okay. Where I've also met some, I met bands like the Doobie Brothers and Leonard Skinner, who were some of the most low key down to earth guys want to know if you want to go fishing type of guys, you know, just cool people. And then I've met rock stars. I won't name names, big ones who were the most arrogant MFers I've ever met in my life. One of them's from Detroit, as a matter of fact. And I'll just leave that alone. You guys can think about who I'm talking about. He's been around a long time. And he was one of the biggest dicks I ever met in my life. Okay, I'm going to retract that. We'll probably edit that out, but that's okay. So, uh, we'll edit that out. I'll just leave that alone. Met him backstage one time, and he was just, I'm like, wow, dude, really? That's really? I'm like, okay, that's cool. All right, we're going to move along here in this interview because we've got a couple more tracks here we're going to talk a little bit more about. Uh, we've got one left, man, uh, I, but I do have one other one I want to ask you about because I'm going to squeeze in it because it's just one of my personal favorites. Rocco, I think, knows what I'm going to talk about. Tell me about I'm a Ram, man. What's that about? That's an Al Green song that we cover. Really? And, uh, yeah, in this version, um, we decided to take it like uh, to the front porch or back porch, if you will. You know, we did a kind of a swampy acoustic version um, we play acoustic guitars, uh, you know, steel top resonator guitar. And Mike played a fretless bass. Will was nice. You know, that you hear on the song, Will did all that. And could Joe play that? Yeah, it was um, djembe, bongos, washboard, and spoons. Nice. 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 <laughs> nice. All right, everybody. Kick back. We're going to drop that track on you right now. Here we go. Oh, 
Now that's that's the entire album, top to bottom, right there, man. If you know, I don't care. You need to go out there, Honchos. Tell these people where 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 can if they want to buy that record now? They just got done jamming out to it. Where can they find this this CD at, man? Where can they buy it at? Uh, you can find it at our website, theheadhonchosband.com. Um, you can go to grooveyardrecords.com, get it there. Okay. Amazon. 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 Okay. All right. So there's plenty of places. I'm telling you, I highly encourage you and I'm asking you go out and support these guys, man. Buy a CD, whether, I mean, if you can buy the actual CD itself, they sell them at the shows. They've got t-shirts they sell. Help support the band, man. Show them some love because things are starting to come back. We're, 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 the light's getting brighter at the end of the tunnel. But if you guys, you know, the listeners, if you were off for a year and you had to struggle to make, make some, some ends meet, You'd want people to help you out too, man. So these are my brothers. These are my friends. I love these guys. They're very close personal friends of mine. I'm asking you to go to the site, go to the shows, help support the band, spend some money, man. It's not a lot, but a lot and a little goes a long, long way, man. Help these guys out. Um, I want to play a couple tracks while we got you off your your last album. Uh, and that one is, that's a smoking album too. It's a song, an album called Bring It On Home. If you can find it there where you can find the other albums. There's a couple of tracks on here that I am I, I play all the time. If you listen to my shows, and I hope you do on BuddyGuyRadio.com, you'll know I play these songs every week, man. I've got the honchos have been in rotation since we hit the air back in January of, of 2020. So I want to talk about a song. This is kind of my theme song. It's called Old and Tired. <laughs> and kind of self-described, but guys, tell me about Old and Tired real quick. Yeah, so I wrote that one also. Um, you know, I got another friend of mine that every time somebody would ask him, hey, man, how you doing? That, that's what he was first thing would come out of his mouth. And, you know, I'm, I'm feeling old and tired. He was honest about it, you know. And, uh, Just saying. Hear it so often, you know, I uh, put that uh, to a title and then, you know, added the rest of the lyrics. Nice. Another one that I really like is track number six on here. It's a song called Mean Old World. And you know what? For the last 12 to 14 months, it has been a very, very mean old world. So, um, and a lot of people have a lot to say about it. So tell me how you guys came to this. Obviously, it was released long before everything hit the fan. Tell me about the song Mean Old World, guys. Yeah, that, that was, uh, uh, I think T-Bone Walker wrote that song. Okay. Long, but I'm pretty sure he wrote it. And, uh, you know, many people over the years have covered that song, you know, uh, with Mac, I mean, everybody's covered that song, Eric Clapton, and so, right, uh, you know, just like Ram, you know, when we do a cover, we kind of like to do it our our own personal way, you know, if it's an right. old song, one of them songs, you know, you're not going to touch as well as the original artist did it, like Muddy Waters, Al Green, or somebody. So you got to kind of put your own stamp on it, you know. So that's what we and do. that's what you guys do. I love it. I mean, and, and for the people who know you, you've got a lot of listeners. We're going to promote this. Uh, a lot of people will be tuning in. They know you guys. But I also like to ask people at shows when I when I host and MC for you guys from time to time, who hasn't seen you guys yet? And you'll see a handful of people peppered throughout the crowd. They'll raise their hands. And, and I'm like, you guys are in for a very, very special treat. These guys are professional rockers. They are going to lay it down. You're going to leave here. And, and to quote the movie, The Gladiator, are you not entertained? It's like you were entertained, man. And then some, you know, it's like, you know. I, I don't do Russell Crowe, so I'm going to leave that alone. But you, you guys get it. When you walk out, you're going to go out going, that was one of the best effing concerts I've ever seen. These guys are, they bring it, show in and show out. They don't take shows off. They come in and they kick you in the ass every, every time. And this is one of my personal favorites that I've heard them play for a long time. Everybody and their neighbor has covered this track somewhere up and down the blues highway. But these guys put a special, special sound to it. It's a song called Going Down. It's one of my favorite songs. It's a rocker. It's an old school, you know, get on your bike and ride type music. 
Guys, tell me about going down. I know everybody's done it. Everybody's put a spin on it, but your spin on it is absolutely killer. Tell me about going down. Yeah, I think ours is a cross between the uh, Freddie King and the Jeff Beck version, you know, so I like both of those. Wow. And, uh, you know, um, that CD, you know, we, did, we didn't record that with uh, Will and Mike, unfortunately. It's right. It would have been better. But, uh, so, yeah, we recorded that one back then. And, um, yeah, we, you know, that's just a classic song that everybody, I think, likes. You know what I mean? That's a lot of people love that song. It was always a favorite at our live shows. And so that, that CD, um, when we recorded that, there was more covers on it because we, actually it just came out as a demo to try to help us get gigs at that time. Okay. Okay. We ended up on it. Yeah, it's just one of those songs that, you know, I've heard everybody yeah. talking about it. Everybody's played it, but it, it's a fun song, man. Um, so as, as we're wrapping this thing up, tell me what, what else you guys want to share with your listeners, man. People are out there. They're, they're, they want to know where to find you and what you guys got going on. And, um, and also, Junior, if anybody wants to talk about contacting you for uh, lessons, guitar lessons or anything like that, how do they reach out to you, sir? They can find me on Facebook, Six Strings, or on uh, Instagram. Okay. Platform. Okay, Rocco Calipari Jr., folks. That's who you're looking for. And also look for the, uh, the the upcoming festival, the Six Strings Music Festival, coming up in July of 2021. Uh, live shows are coming back. The summer, things are getting, you know, more and more shows are getting booked. More and more artists are, are fortunate enough to get out and start playing some live music. Uh, we've got the just incredible, this woman, if you want slide guitar, you have to come out and check out Joanna Connor. This woman will just beat you into submission with that guitar. And uh, she got a brand new album out that Joe Bonamassa uh, helped produce. She'll be the headliner. We've got these guys right here are going to be playing right there. They're going to lay down a killer set. It's going to be summertime. We're going to have music. We've got blues. We've got a lot of friends coming out. We're going to have summer weather. Life is going to be great. We've got Howard and the White Boys coming on. It's going to be a really fun packed day. Starts at 4 p.m. Goes till Rocco starts cooking breakfast. So don't worry about it. We're going to be there all night. Don't worry about the Valparaiso town. They ain't going to shut us down. We're going to be playing it all night long it's going to be a killer show tell them how everybody how to find you on social media guys and and, and what else you want to add to the show before we wrap this up we're on all this oh, we're on all the streaming platforms too like spotify iTunes, okay. youtube uh, music yeah and then for yeah. events photos videos you can find us on head honchos band on youtube facebook and instagram nice okay Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you guys had as much fun as I did. That was absolutely killer, man. Um, these guys, like I said, get out, find them first of all on social media, go on Facebook, find their shows and get out there and support them. They're going to be out on the road. They're road warriors. These guys are road dogs. They know what they're doing. They're going to bring it to you. And every show live is just just killer, man. They usually play at least a couple sets, usually three hours worth of solid music if the venue will allow for it. And you will not be disappointed. I, I kid you not. Also, number two, go out and buy those CDs, man. Support them. Buy some T-shirts. They've got black and white, different two different colored uh, head honchos T-shirts. Get out there and support the band. Um, and when you get out there, you'll see the fifth honorary member of the band. His name is Phil. You got to go up and meet Phil. Phil is a close personal friend. His real name is Phil DeBucket. It's not French, but you need to show Phil some love. Bring your cash, man. It's not dollar dance night. Bring that money. Put that money in the love bucket and show Phil some love when you guys see the band play live. Gentlemen, what else you want to say to everybody before we wrap this thing up? Anything else in closing remarks? I want to say, man, let's everybody give it up for Pat the Mighty Quinn, man. Because, uh, you know, for a while you've been supporting all these people. don't know how the support you give everybody, man. Like, all, not just us, but... You're this cool with all the acts that you talk with. And, you know, I've, I've known you for a while now. And, right. you know, um, you come out to our shows. You pump up the crowd. You really get people into it. You're, you're a big shot in the arm for us, man. You, 
And, you know, you'll be emceeing the six stream fish. You're going to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll be there. I'll be there. I'm ready, man. And, you know, the the fun thing is, I got to say this. I am the luckiest guy in the world. True. When everything is all split, said and done, I'm a blues fan. I'm a music fan. Uh, true, true and told, man. I love to see live music. I've loved live music since I was a kid. And to be in this position, uh, to be working with the one and only Buddy Guy, and uh, and and bringing this music not only to you know the Chicago airwaves, but around the country and and around the world. Uh, we started out the first the first month. We had maybe twenty thousand people, if that, tuned in. As of right now, we have well over a million listeners a month who, who click into the station. Okay, it's growing and it's growing more every day. So um, I am truly honored. First of all, I'm honored to be your friend. Okay, you guys are my very good friends. You're my blood brothers. I love you guys dearly, man. And it's 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 a lot of fun to go to the show and get the crowd fired up, man. That's the least I can do. Uh, but thank you, gentlemen. It was really really a pleasure. And and I really want to say thank you for taking the time to come in here and put this together, man. We've been wanting to do this for a while, and uh, and now we've got it. It's laid down for for all the future people to check out so all right everybody i hope you guys enjoyed the show that is all the time we got for tonight like i said go out and support the head honchos go see them live buy their music and we will see you in july on the 17th at the six strings festival all right everybody have a great night i'm mighty quinn this is buddyguyradio.com we are signing off